Loretta Lynn, born on April 14, 1932, recently passed away and left a legacy of one of the all-time great American singer-songwriters. Her career spanned six decades. Over the course of these years, Loretta Lynn released multiple gold albums and had several top number one hits such as You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man, Don't Come Home A-Drinking with Lovin' On Your Mind, Ones On The Way, Fist City, The Peel, and of course, Coal Miner's Daughter, which would later be the title of a biography starring Sissy Pacek playing Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn received many awards and other accolades throughout her career, including awards both from the Country Music Association and the Academy of Country Music as a duet partner as well as a solo artist. She received 18 Grammy nominations and won three. As of this recording, Loretta Lynn is one of the most awarded female country recording artists of all time, with 24 number one hits and 11 number one albums. On today's episode, I will pay tribute to the late, great Loretta Lynn by discussing and exploring two of her most important, controversial, and best songs. So put on your hot pants, take the pill, and go to Fist City. This is That One Show, Season 2, Episode 16, Loretta Lynn. Fist City, a song that was written, recorded, and performed by Loretta Lynn initially in 1968. Fist City was inspired by Loretta's husband's liaisons and affairs with other women who often would pursue him while he, while she was away touring. Loretta wrote this song as a warning for all other women to stay away from her man if they do not wish to be soundly beaten. I, K.A. Taking a Trip to Fist City. Fist City is one of several songs that got Lynn banned from the radio in the 1960s and 70s for her controversial at-the-time themes. Before we go on with Fist City, let's take a moment to compare it with another song about the same subject matter. Dolly Parton sings in her song, Joe Lee, 
please do not take my man, basically begging the other woman not to take her husband. Now, Loretta has the opposite approach of dealing with any woman that is trying to take her man. Simply put, she'll whip your ass if you try to take her man. And in my opinion, this is definitely the 606 coming out in Miss Loretta Lynn. She wrote Fist City in response to a woman who began pursuing her husband Doolittle while she was away from their Tennessee home on tour. At this time, the Lynn's marriage was actually troubled for he threw her out of the house early in the relationship simply because he did not like her cooking. Lynn found out, however, that he was actually seeing another woman with whom he had previously been involved before meeting Loretta. So Lynn wrote a letter to this other woman, who in turn promptly showed it to Doolittle, who then confronted Loretta and told her a story basically was false but to stay out of his business because any love he had for her was gone. Lynn wrote that. His statement broke her heart. And this experience eventually led to her writing two songs, Fist City and You Ain't Woman Enough. Admitting that she was very much jealous of Doolittle and this other woman, Lynn penned this song as a warning, later reflecting in her autobiography published in 2001. Quote, I've been in a couple of fights in my life. I fight like a woman. I scratch. I kick, I bite, and I punch. Women are much meaner than men. With that, I agree. So I warned any woman, making eyes at Doolittle back then. And I'm still jealous enough to warn them today. If you see that cute little boy near me wearing his cowboy hat, you'd better walk a circle around us. Unless you want to go to Fish City. Fist City was Loretta Lynn's second ever number one hit in 1968. It was released by Decca Recordings and produced by Owen Bradley, the great Owen Bradley. Fist City was actually recorded late sometime in December of 1967, but was not released to early, until early spring in 1968. An album of the same name, Fist City, was also released that was as successful as the single. Fist City was the second of 16 number one country hits Loretta had during this course of her career. Following Don't Come Here a Drinking with Loving on Your Mind. During one of Lynn's 2016 tour dates at her ranch, which she was unable to attend due to having recent surgery, her son, Ernest Ray, and her twin daughters, Patsy and Peggy, Patsy being named after her best friend, Patsy Klein, performed and when talking about Fist City, her son, Ernest Ray, actually said the woman's name that the song was about. Nathan Rabin at the AV Club once wrote that Fist City is the single greatest song title of all time, justifying the designation by stating, quote, Lynn grappled with the most important social issues facing her nation, but she did not hesitate to beat a bitch down when the situation called for it. In song and in life, Loretta Lynn could be a fierce lioness when it comes to fighting for her man. As chronicled in Coal Miner's Daughter, she had her hands full, trying to tame a hard-drinking, womanizing 
man who felt threatened by his wife's success. And on Fish City, for example, Lynn deliciously talks a city little thing whose interest in her husband is destined to earn her a one-way invitation to Fish City and a good old-fashioned country beatdown. You've been making your brags around town that you've been loving my man. But the man I love when he picks up trash, he puts it in a garbage can. And that's what you look like to me. And what I see is a pity. You better close your face and stay out of my way if you don't want to go to this city. If you don't want to go to this city. You better detour around my town Cause I'll grab you by the hair of the head And I'll lift you off of the ground I'm not a saying my baby's a saint Cause he ain't that he won't cat around with a kitty I'm here to tell you gotta lay off my man If you don't wanna go to this city We will now take a very brief break and be right back to discuss Loretta Lynn's all-time classic song, The Peel. As we established a while ago when discussing Fist City, Loretta Lynn was never one to back down from a fight or shy away from a controversy. This led her to be the all-time record holder for most songs in a career band by mainstream country radio. And her most controversial song was one that reflected her actual life. Released in 1975, The Peel was a protest song for women's reproductive rights and it's still as relevant today as it was then. Loretta was quoted in 2006 as saying, If I'd had the pill back when I was having babies, I'd have taken them like popcorn. The pill is good for people, Loretta stated. I wouldn't trade my kids for anyone else's, but I wouldn't necessarily have had six, and I sure would have spaced them out better. The Peel was actually written by T.D. Bayless, Don McCann, and Lorena Allen with the story idea by Loretta herself, in which she related her own personal experiences of childbirth as well as her decision to begin taking the pill. See, Loretta Lynn had six children between 1948 and 1964, and four of these kids were actually born before Loretta Lynn even turned 20 years old. The song begins, You wine me and you dine me when I was your girl. Promise if I'd be your wife, you'd show me the world. But all I've seen of this old world is a bed and a doctor bill. I'm tearing down your brutal house because now I've got the pill. She continued, it was rough. I was working clubs, 
and I was doing like three or four shows a night and I hadn't been in the business, but maybe one or two years before I got pregnant and had twins. And I played shows all the way up until the birth of those babies. There I was with that guitar around my neck, and that just about killed me. I don't advise that to any mother. Married for 50 years to Oliver Lynn until his death in 1996, Loretta Lynn recounted in her 2002 autobiography, Still Woman Enough, to how her husband often cheated on her and actually once left her to cheat on her with another woman while she was in the hospital giving birth. The song continues, All those years I've stayed at home while you had all your fun, and every year that's gone by, another baby's come. There's gonna be some changes made right here on Nursery Hill. You've set this chicken your last time, cause now I've got the pill. Originally recorded back in 1972, it actually took several years for the pill to be officially released because it was held back by her record label at the time. And although by this time, the mid-1970s, the pill was widely available for prescription to women in the United States, the conservative country music radio world was still not ready to celebrate the idea of female contraception or empowerment. And quite frankly, still today, they really ain't either. For the pill was finally released only as a single of her 25th studio album, Back to Country, in 1975. And immediately beyond its release, the pill was banned by country music radio until its sales led it to be a number one hit for the single. Now, the pill did top the charts in Canada and eventually hit number five on the Hot Country Singles chart, even while it never received official radio play. And it actually crossed over to the pop charts, peaking at number 70 there. The pill was banned, but when it started hitting these charts, country music, as they're always worried about the bottom line, started to play it. How about that? Now, live, Loretta Lynn would often perform the peel back-to-back with her song, One's On A Way. Lynn said that medical professionals would often tell her all the way up until her death that the peel was more successful at promoting rural acceptance of birth control than any efforts by advertising, social services, by the official medical professionals. Now, the song was not just banned from country music radio. The pill was also banned by the Grand Ole Opry. In a 1975 interview with, of all things, Playgirl magazine, Loretta Lynn said that she nearly got banned from performing at the Grand Ole Opry altogether because of that song. You know, I sung it three times at the Grand Ole Opry one night, and I found out a week later that they had a three-hour meeting and they weren't going to let me sing it no more. And they may not even let her back to begin with. If they hadn't let me sing that song, I told them that they could just go shove the Grand Ole Opry. Now, obviously, I will admit here that Coal Miner's Daughter is likely Lynn's hallmark, her most famous song. After all, it is the title 
of the biography that stars Sissy Spacek as Loretta. However, the inexcusable lack of female voices in country music radio pretty much from the beginning all the way up until the present. The appeal is about making space for women to tell the stories that only a woman can tell. And isn't country music supposed to be about telling the truth? Well, Loretta Lynn, often righteously and sometimes paradoxically, told the truth, nothing but the truth, and the entire truth. Rest in peace, Miss Loretta Lynn. You are truly one of a kind, and we were blessed to have you and your music for as long as we did. Until next time, this has been That One Show with Brian Combs, and here is the one and only from Butcher Holler, Kentucky, Loretta Lynn. You and me and dine me when I was your girl. Promised if I'd be your wife, you'd show me the world. But all I've seen of this old world is a bed and a doctor bill. I'm tearing down your brooder house, cause now I've got the pill. All these years I've stayed at home while you had all your fun. And every year that's gone by, another baby's come. There's gonna be some changes made right here on Nursery Hill. You set this chicken your last time, cause now I've got the pill. This old maternity dress I've got is going in the garbage. The clothes I'm wearing from now on won't pick up so much yardage. Mini skirts hot pants and a few little fancy frills yeah i'm making up for all those years since i've got the pill That One Show with Brian Combs is brought to you by Thatcher Barbecue Company and is written, produced, and recorded by me, Brian Combs. You can look me up on social media, on Twitter, at That One Show BC, on Instagram, at That One Show with Brian Combs, on Facebook, at That One Show Podcast, and on Patreon at That One Show. So go follow us along on any of those sites and please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, whichever you prefer. And finally, if you are enjoying this show, I ask from the bottom of my heart that you recommend it to at least one other person with whom you feel would enjoy it as well. Until next time, this has been That One Show with Brian Combs.